At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What goes around comes around. Hawks on the bad end of a close game. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We had basketball tonight at State Farm Arena, and unfortunately, the Hawks were on the bad side of a very close game. They fall to the Chicago Bulls 110 to 108. And uh, I tell you what, man, just last week, the Hawks were on the, uh, were on the good side of it. You know, with the A.J. Griffin hitting the, uh, the, the, the shot at the buzzer, everybody goes crazy. And uh, what goes around comes around, man. Like, you know, this game will have a sense uh, of being able to humble you, right? And so Hawks got a little taste of that tonight. Uh, as they lose to the Chicago Bulls. We'll talk about all that. We'll talk about some news and notes that we took during the game. We'll hear some fan feedback, and I'll see if I have some post-game sound. I'll see if that's uh, if there's anything I can use from that. But, again, thank you for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. However you got here, it doesn't even matter. I'm appreciative you took time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say, especially after a loss. <laughs> so, yes, let's let's go ahead and get rid of some of this housekeeping. First of all, um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you connect with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Hawks Beat is how you get at us. So give us a follow. Give us a like, whatever you got to do. And uh, we will greatly appreciate that. Also. We invite you to connect with us on our um, 
podcast platform. So whatever podcast you're listening to, whatever platform you're listening to, um, be it Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Play, whatever the platform is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and uh, drop your boy five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's it for the housekeeping. Let's go ahead and jump into these notes, man. We're going to make this quick. We're going to make it easy. Yeah, right? I'm not going to prolong prolong it. We're going to get in. We're going to get out. So, um, let's start with the notes. Let's just talk about the game notes. Going into this game, the Hawks, I believe, were six-point favorites uh, going into tonight's game. Uh, the Chicago Bulls were on a second game of a back-to-back and, you know, typically when that happens, the hope is that around the third or fourth quarter, they start to get a little tired and the legs start to go a little bit. Um, definitely wasn't the case for this Bulls team. They were just coming from Miami. They played in Miami last night and they beat the Heat. So um, I thought tonight they had good energy. I thought that especially in the first half, they they dominated the energy aspect of the game. But um Hawks were going into this game with a two-game win streak. And going into this game, I was looking specifically at JC, John Collins, and DeJounte Murray. I wanted to see, um, well, first of all, was John going to his have his minutes capped? And, of course, he did. And I wanted to see how DeJounte moved, uh, um, how he moved during the game. So, wasn't DeJounte's best game. Um, he was a little rusty, which is which is to be expected. You know, he missed some time with the injury, so he's still getting uh, his legs underneath him, still get still getting back into shape. The Bulls were three and seven in their last ten, so this wasn't like you had a very hot team coming in. Um, they're still trying to figure things out, so it kind of kind of stings a little bit to lose this game. But nevertheless, get it. Let's get into it, man. First. Uh, six of eight shots were all threes. I did not really like that. I thought the threes were okay, but I'm like, yo, man, like I don't really like how they start the game like that. But they were uh, the energy was bad. Like the energy was bad the whole first half, right? Um, Trey and Bogey hit a couple threes like early in the first quarter, but it was just the energy was just bad in the whole first like half. So we'll chunk it into like halves, right? Um, First quarter, Trey kind of goes off a little bit, and he's the only one scoring. Like, the Hawks scored 25 points, and Trey had 16 of them. Like, do the math, right? Like, he had 16 of the team's 25 points. Like, if he's not playing, um, this thing could have got away from them very quickly, very early. Um, second quarter wasn't much of this, it was much of the same. Nobody's scoring but Trey, you know. He goes for 13 in that quarter. And you're like, yo, the Hawks were, like, lucky to only be down by 10 at halftime. They weren't playing a lick of defense. Like, they weren't playing an ounce of defense. And the only guy that had anything going was Trey Young. Um, He had 29 points at halftime. And you're looking at his assist numbers, and you're like, oh, man, he's only got two assists. But um, nobody was hitting shots. Like, nobody was hitting shots. Uh, DeAndre was 0 for 3 from, from three-pointer. Uh, John was 0 for 3 from the field. Like, nobody was hitting shots. Bogey was cold. It just wasn't teammates' nights to get Trey's back in the first half. 
And at halftime, I wrote, what did I write on my notes? Let me pull my notes up because I remember I wrote something and I'm sure it was very profound. <laughs> let, me, let me just pull up my notes real quick. At halftime, I wrote this. I said, the defense has been flat out ugly. Offense has been ugly too. I said, the energy is just not there. I said, however, I said the Hawks are lucky to be on, only down by 10. I said, Trey single-handedly keeping this Hawks team alive, but somebody needs to step up. I said, if they're not going to play no defense, they don't need to come out the damn locker room. That's what I said. Um, they must have listened to me because <laughs> in the third quarter, uh, they started to get things popping. They started to establish their defense a little bit. And they they even end up winning the quarter 26 to 20. Um, it wasn't so much like an offensive explosion. Trey only had nine points in the quarter, but... I thought that they did, a, they did a much better job defensively in that third quarter. So, like, okay, now you're into it, right? Now the lead is only, um, after three, the lead is only four, right? And so I wrote, like, in my notes, I was like, these these minutes, these non-trade minutes, and for those of you who may be new, non-trade minutes is basically uh, minutes that are played when Trey Young is on the bench. So the first time Trey didn't play any minutes in the first half, they got, uh, yeah, it was pretty ugly because they weren't scoring and they weren't playing the defense. So I was like, they start the fourth quarter. They can't be out here looking terrible like they were in the first half. But they started out pretty good in the fourth quarter, um, actually uh, getting things going and grabbing the lead, man. Shout out to A.J. Griffin, who was three for three in the quarter. Uh Made some big shots, big shots toward the end. And as usual, in the loss, uh, a lot of people were clamoring for AJ. Where's AJ? AJ needs to be in the game. AJ needs to be in the game. If you're one of those people, that's fine. Like, I mean, it's cool. Like, I mean, it would have been nice to see him out there. But, again, he's not going to get that playing time over DJ. And he's not going to get that playing time over Hunter to be closing out games consistently. Um, That's just how it is. AJ hits a three. The lead was up by one. Hits another three. They're up by five. So Trey enters the game with like 7-12 left, right? Hawks are up by five. And uh, they're just going back and forth. It's just like tip for tap, tip for top, uh, <laughs> tip for tap. <laughs> uh, one big play was Trey shoots a three. And you think that DeMar DeRozan has fouled out of the game. But uh, surprise, surprise. After review, um, it turns out it wasn't a foul, which would have been big if you would have got him out of here because he scored like the last five or six buckets for the Chicago Bulls, man. He's just, I mean, he's mid-range Jesus, man. He is mid-range Jesus. Anything for that free throw line, that, that shot is good. And uh, so he was going back. You know, Trey found Big O on a couple of um, alley-oops and some plays going to the hoop. I mean, it literally came down to, like, the last play of the game. Four seconds left, and Hawks just need to play four seconds of defense, you know. And they play good defense on it, to be honest To be honest with you. They just couldn't corral the rebound. Uh, hits John right in the chest. You know, a lot of people were kind of hard on John about that. And uh, dude scoops up the rebound, puts it in before the buzzer, ball game, Hawks lose. So, uh, again... This game has a way of humbling you. It has a way of humbling you. And for all of those getting on John, listen, It this game, there were so many possess, possessions in this game. 
And although if John would have got that rebound, but probably would have gone into overtime, there were numerous possessions that you could really point to that the Hawks didn't really, you know, it, it, it just didn't come down to just one possession. It never comes down to one possession. So, um, yeah, Hawks lose 110 to 108. And uh, that's what it is. Luckily for the Hawks, they have a quick turnaround. So, no time to really mope and, you know, lick their wounds over this one. They have Charlotte coming to town on Friday. So, um, like I said at the beginning of the week, I said, listen, you got three home games. It would be nice to win all three. But you almost got to win at least two. You almost got to grab at least two of them. So I would say this is a must-win game coming up on Friday. And uh, we'll see how it shakes out, man. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, We're going to take a brief pause, man. Let our sponsors get in here and do what they do. And uh, on the other side of the break, we'll read some fan feedback. I'll give you some takeaways, and we'll probably do a little post-game sound. So you're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, late into the night on a Thursday. Almost Christmas, man. <laughs> you listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. We'll be right back. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, folks, Hawksbeat Podcast, we are back. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to check us out. So, um, again, a big part of what we do is on social media. We invite you to connect with us on our social media. So, let's go to our Twitter and uh, let's read some fan feedback. Let's hear what the fans had to say after tonight's game. Um, After each game, I always ask, hey, what are your thoughts on the game? I had a lot of folks check in tonight, so let's just kind of go through a few of them. Uh, Third Bow on Twitter said, not big on the JC dislike. He's in a slump, coming off an injury. He'll be back to form. It's been obvious since we got him, he just needs to play. He just needs plays to be drawn up, not free form. Okay, so there goes a, a, a support for number 20 for the Hawks, right? Supporting this guy, JC. Thanks for checking us out. Thrash J on Twitter, Thrashinator says, why can't we close out games? This seems too familiar. So look, Hawks are 500 ball games. They've won several games at the buzzer and they've lost several games where they've given up leads. At the end of the day, it seems like it's kind of evened out. So I wouldn't say that there's one thing more than the other. I think that it is kind of a, a concern but the Hawks didn't have a 14 or 18 point lead. They were coming from behind. So I get it. But yeah, they definitely need to close out games better. Um, my guy, Dollar One on Twitter says, Bogey AJ got us the lead. 
why is Frank Kaminsky, Jalen Johnson, Aaron Holiday not playing? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I look at it like this, man. Like, the Hawks were one bounce away from winning this game. If they win the game, would you still be clamoring for Frank Kaminsky, Jalen Johnson, and Aaron Holiday? Now, if you would be, like, that's fine. But, you know, things are always kind of different when they lose. So, thanks for checking us out, my guy. I appreciate him. Uh, Darkwing Duck on Twitter said, Collins is so far in his own head, it's time for him to go. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> we got, a, we got a, a tweet for Collins and one against him. Um, Devontae Hughes said, I'm trying to figure out why AO even was able to get under there. Now, A.O. was the guy for the Bulls who got the final rebound and put it in before the clock was out. He said, understandable, J.C. missed the rebound, but A.O. gets in there with no resistance. Hey, (sighs) things are just kind of different when your main rebounder's not in there, you know. But again, I I think that this game is a game of possessions. It came down kind of to the last one. But, man, if you really want to look at the totality of things, it was a lot of possessions in that first half that were squandered, right? Like, in in all intents and purposes, the Hawks kind of shouldn't even been in that situation. Like, they should have handled business, but they didn't. Um, I think there is something to be concerned about as far as closing games. They get to this thing where DJ and uh, DeJounte and Trey, they just want to start running iso ball. Like, that's not the move. That's not the move. Like, you know, that's not, that's not winning basketball. Got to pass it around. Got to move that ball around, get that ball energy, and uh, get a better shot. So, thank you so much for the fan feedback. I appreciate all of you guys. Um Let's do this. Let me play a little bit of sound after the game. It wasn't really a lot said after the game, like nothing to really like gleam from the game. It was just like, yo, this happens. Sometimes you're on the the good side of it. Sometimes you're on the bad side of it. And tonight you're on the bad side of it. So let's hear a little bit from Nate McMillan. Hear what he had to say after tonight's game. It's a tough loss, you know. Did a good job of fighting our way back into the game, and uh, I think we had what a six-point lead uh, late in the game, and uh, just couldn't hold on to it. You know, you got to make plays, um, got to get stops, and then you got to make baskets. And uh, you know, really, same play, same type of game uh, that we won against them a week ago. It goes down to the last possession. Um, you know, they outscrap us for the offensive rebound and was able to uh, to put the ball in. So you, you just got to make plays. We got to make plays. We got to get stops. Um, and then we got to execute. So, yeah, that was Nate McMillan after the game. Just saying, hey, man, you know, they outscrapped us. It's possession by possession. You got to get stops, you know. Again, my, my position is if you would get some stops in the first half, like you may not have even been in this situation. Chicago's not a team that's playing on all. That's not like that's not clicking on all four cylinders. Like this team can be beat. But y'all ain't play a lick of defense in that first half. Like you ain't play a lick of defense in that first half. So, you know, there's there's plenty of blame to go around. But um, let's hear a little bit from Trey. Here's a little bit about what he had to say after tonight's game. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you always want to be on the, the other side whenever you, you want to be on the side where you're celebrating and 
Um, but the game is it's, it's a game of inches, and um, they they got the the rebound with the I mean a second left and put it up. I mean, give them credit for hustling for it, but they just made one more play than we did. As a team, you guys came out that second half, though, and you pretty much controlled the third and fourth quarters. Like, what was the difference? What was said at halftime? And what did you see in the second half? Well, I mean, nothing was really said at halftime. We, we all knew what we needed to do, come out and play better and just be more aggressive. And we were just, um, we just had more energy in that second half and uh, just played a lot harder. And we, I mean, we fought our way back into it. And, um, I mean, just two points short. So again, like it's not really too much to pontificate about, <laughs> you know. It was, they had to play a little bit better in the second half. They played a much better second half, but it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. And uh, the goal is to not get yourself into these situations. So um, if we're talking about takeaways, and these are, these are just my takeaways, um, four quarters, man. You gotta play four quarters, and I know it came down to one possession. But you gotta play four quarters, like, and it just—it feels like if you wouldn't have just wasted that first half with not playing defense and just kind of lackluster energy, you wouldn't even—it wouldn't have even come down to that last possession. So that's just kind of my take on it, man. Not a lot on it. Quick turnaround for the Hawks again. They will take on the Charlotte Hornets at home on Friday. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be in the building. I will be uh, on vacation, so I'm, I'm headed down to Florida to spend some time with my family, so um, I'm not going to be able to let you know when the next pod is, but I am taking my equipment down there, taking my laptop, taking my microphone, so uh, who knows, maybe I'll shoot something out over the weekend, but uh, I'm kind of giving myself a little time off uh, just a little bit, so you know. <laughs> Hope you guys won't be too mad at me. Uh, make sure you, that you still have uh, you, you still have your connection with us on our social media platforms. That's what I need you to do. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, late, and we're gonna put a bow in this pod. And uh, I, I want to wish all of you guys a happy holidays, um, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that stuff. And uh, I hope you guys have a great holiday season. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all time and all time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.